Hey guys, how you doing today? Pam Ramey here and welcome back to our third installment of that roar that's living on the inside of us. And today I'm going to be rejoined by the one and only awesome Asia Coriel to talk about authority. A, our authority in Jesus. We'll meet you on the other side. Jesus girls, let's find our roar. Hey, 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 Jesus girls and guys, good to have you with us today here, Pam Ramey and Asia Coriel. Hey, friend. How you doing, girl? I am awesome. We're back. We're we're on to our third installment of that roar that's living on the inside of us. It's a fun one. It's a fun one. Yeah. You got to do the roar, do it. Ah, <laughs> I think I'm getting louder and louder every time. <laughs> Honestly, I have to say you've upped your roar. I have. Uh, yeah. That's In so a, many ways. So <laughs> many ways. And I think today we are going to help our Jesus girls and guys up their roar. Yes, we are. Because I'll tell you, when we understand the authority mm-hmm. that God has given us, then it changes everything in our world. It, it changes does. everything in our lives. It's really something to think about the fact that Jesus said that we're going to do even greater things than, yeah. than he is. That isn't that amazing Yeah, that the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, it lives on the inside of us. Yes. That's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes it where you're not afraid. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. He's like, he's like, you know, you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to fear. You know, I remember uh, a few years ago, our pastor, Craig Jones, said, and I had been sitting under his teaching probably for, you know, a few months before I heard him say this, but he said that you, he pointed at everybody, mm-hmm. you, so I, that meant I was not excluded from this comment. Yeah. You have mountain moving faith living on the inside of you. And then he said this stop the devil at the gate. And, and I wrote that down and I believed it. I believed it, but I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know. I really didn't know what it meant. I didn't, I did. And I didn't, it was kind of that thing, but I, I really knew that if I could understand that, yeah, that my life would change. I really did know that. So what I did awesome, is um, our bedroom needed to be painted. So without my husband's knowledge, uh, we get home from church. <laughs> I grab a black Sharpie and I write on the bedroom wall, the, the wall that you have to like walk by every day yeah. to get into the bathroom. I write, I have mountain moving faith living on the inside of me. Stop the devil at the gate. So I started every time I'd see it, which mm-hmm. was every day, multiple times a day, I would say that out loud. Well, what I, what God was teaching me, Asia, was I was taking authority. Yes. I was taking my authority by wiggling my lips and literally declaring yes. out of my mouth, I have mountain moving faith living on the inside of me. And that is what stops the devil at the gate. Yes. Like I, God starts giving me these epiphanies. Well, then of course, Tommy comes up and realizes I've written all over the wall and I have to like, well, honey, you know, let's make this our declaration wall. Yeah. And, and awesome, Tommy. And awesome, and so, Tommy. yeah, he's in Tommy's so awesome. He goes, okay, all right, we'll do it. So we start literally for the next two years, we just start writing declarations on that wall and every day yeah. we just declared it and declared it and declared it and declared it. And I'll tell you what, mm. things did change in our lives. And right now 
I know what it means to have mountain moving faith living on the inside of me. And what that mountain moving faith is, is knowing that when Jesus Christ said that it was finished on the cross, it is, it is finished. It is finished. And that I have that authority to speak forth that truth and the finished works of Jesus into my life and into the lives of those around me. And that is powerful. It really is. I mean, I think about the time when we have four kids, Mm -hmm. four beautiful kids, two two boys, two girls, and, you know, taking authority over my body. Oh Um, yeah. We We need to do that. We have to. So with our first son, you know, I remember hearing him cry and I'm like, I want another one. I just like hearing him cry. I'm like, you're so cute. I'm like, I want more. And, um, and then after having him miscarrying and that was, you know, if anybody's listening that's ever gone through that, I know how hard it is. And then had getting pregnant again with our daughter. So after having her getting pregnant again for a fourth time and miscarrying in the second trimester. Oh my. And I remember seeing the baby in the ultrasound and the doctor saying that baby's not alive. And I'm like, and going through all of that and delivering this child, you know, and having the issues that I had before I had preeclampsia with my Mm. other pregnancies. So I would have to be cut open in order to be delivered. Mm. And, um, I remember our leadership saying, you know, there's no loss in the kingdom. You know, those babies are with the father, Mm -hmm. which is encouraging. But he said at the same time, you know, you need to, and I'm paraphrasing, but bottom line, you need to take authority over this. Yeah. You know, um, I don't remember his exact words, but it's not, it was basically like, this is not God, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm like, you know what? He's right. So, we get pregnant again. Now it's the fifth time, you know? Mm. Um, and when we get pregnant, we're super excited. By this time I'm converted, you know, and I'm like, I'm preaching. I mean, it's going off and I'm like, yeah, yeah let's You're go. Jesus girl. girl. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I'm sold out. Like, let's go, let's do this. And I'm pregnant. And God had given me some wisdom on how to go about this pregnancy. He's like, yeah, change your diet, do this, do that. And so I started doing it. And I said, you know what? On top of that, I'm going to change my doctor. So I changed my doctor. <laughs> I'm <laughs> and, changing everything. everything. You know what I'm saying? And I'm walking and doing exactly what the father told me to do. And my husband is there with me at one of our appointments when I'm like in my third trimester. And the doctor's like, man, everything's looking great. He's like, well, look, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm like, okay. He's like, but is this the same, you know, person that you were with before with the other children? And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, yes, this is the baby daddy, <laughs> you know, yeah, like this is so the same Jonathan's person. there. Yeah. And the doctor's asking this question. Yeah. Like basically, is, is this the man? And I'm like, yes. He's yeah. like, well, I'm saying that because this does not look like the results of the same as before. Mm-hmm. Nothing like your blood mm-hmm. work, your numbers, everything's looking completely different. Mm. And it was because of my belief. And I love what you said when you said, I believe that mm-hmm. I believe what my leadership has said, like, this is not of God. Come on. You know? And so I believed I'm like, the, yeah, it is a new husband. My belief is believing in my husband. I'm, I'm a bride to Christ. Right. So yeah, things have changed. Things you know? have changed. You feel me? I love that. And yes. so, um, I celebrate, I walk away and then I celebrate. I'm like, Oh yeah, God is so awesome. And God had told me to cut certain foods out. Mm-hmm. I went and went to a fast food place. And got some stuff that I, sh- I knew guys like, yo, leave that alone for right now mm-hmm. and get all this stuff that I should not have been in at the time because daddy has said, daughter, don't daughter, don't daughter, don't. <laughs> and I had it and then go to my next appointment that following week and all the numbers shoot up Ooh, blood pressure, everything reacts. dude. And so I already knew, you know, 
what I had done. And I'm like, man, dad, dad, forgive me. God's like, I love you. I forgive. I'm not mad. I'm yeah. not mad at you, daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's I'm just a, watching out for you. Yeah. I'm just watching yeah. out for you. I don't want, I don't want you to walk through what you're about to walk through, right. <laughs> you know? And so I'm like, okay. And dad is like, no, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. You know what I'm saying? He knows love that. he loves us. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So if you do slip, it does, you don't stay in that slip. You know what I'm saying? We you run go, to him. Run to him. You know, it's so easy when we, when we have a slip that we, so many people just run away from him. No. Run to him. Yeah. Run quickly. He's the quickly. As quickly. Quick as well. he, that's the answer. Yeah. And so I realized that and I said, dad, and, and, and the father told me, daughter, she's covered. Mm-hmm. Your daughter's covered. I'm like, she's covered. He's like, you're covered. Your baby. You're covered. Your little baby covered. girl is yeah. covered. And so the doctor kept starts calling. I said, okay. He's like, well, you're stuff. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I hear you, but we're fine. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, your numbers don't say you're fine. I'm like, I know, but we're fine. And so we have a checkup. My husband's there. The doctor's there. And, the, and he tells my husband, he's like, the blood of your wife and your daughter will be on your hands. What an awful thing to say. I know, right? What, an, what a cruel thing to say. And we forgive him. We do, totally. We you know. Him. And I know that he's just going, I'm not knocking doctors. They go by what they know, but mm-hmm. it is a practice. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, it's all good. All good. It's, so I'm like, okay, I see what you're saying. I'm like, I understand, doctor. You know, and I respectfully left him. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, can you go to the hospital for me? Just go to the hospital. Let them check you out. Mm-hmm. I go to the hospital. They said, well, ma'am, you got to have that baby tonight. I said, sir. Ma'am, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to check myself out of the hospital. Like, Excuse me. I'm like, I'm leaving the hospital. I'm not staying. So my do- and this is because you didn't want to have another cesarean. Yes. You wanted to give a na- you wanted to do a natural birth. Yes, yes, because I was believing God for mm-hmm. you know being redeemed. I'm I'm like we're redeemed from this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I want exp- to. I'm like I want to experience this. I want to carry this child full term. I want to go through the contractions. I want to go through everything. I have been listening to um supernatural childbirth. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, you know what? I believe what she's saying. I yeah, believe. Yeah. And I can have that. So you were declaring that over yourself. Yes. You were taking yes. authority and declaring that over yes. yourself. Love yeah. that. And so, so um, and so with fear and trembling, I remember being in our bathroom. Our daughter is now, you know, past the due date. She's just inside cooking, <laughs> just having a good old time. And um, How many days past the due I'm, date? I want to say almost 10. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, gracious. Almost 10. So she's taking her time. And I got to a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to keep on going about my business. The doctor, like I said, was blowing up our phone. I got to a point where I started ignoring phone calls and God has said, she's covered. I remember my husband saying, you know, you heard God. I said, babe, I heard God say we're covered. She's covered. So I go into, you know, labor. I said, I'm having contractions. So everybody's excited because mind you, our beautiful daughter is past her due date. So <laughs> my in-laws come and get the other kids. Well, plus you've been given this horrible report report from the doctor, which I love that you've chose not to believe. Yeah. Thank you. There yeah. you took authority there. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. go into labor and um, she's slow and coming. 12 mm-hmm. hours in labor. No hurry there. <laughs> she's just not in a rush. <laughs> not um, in a rush. Not in a rush at all. And so um, during this time, it's warfare in the hospital, complete warfare. People, the doctors are coming in saying, hey, you're going to have to get cut open. Hey, we're going to have to do this. Whoa. Hey, your blood pressure is stroke level. Hey, you can die. Hey, you really had to stay. You had to believe. Oh, it was, con- faith and it was yeah. constant attack, attack, mm. attack, attack. And so coming to the last few, you know, hour or so of all this, one of the, doc- the doctors comes in, one of the doctors says, you know, um, da, 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 da. And my husband notices, he's like, every time you come in here, my wife's blood pressure goes up. Wow. He's like, you know what? 
I think that you need to walk out. And she's like, excuse me. He says, I think you need to leave. You need to leave. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sorry. He didn't say I think. He says, I need you to leave. I need you to leave. I need you to leave. <laughs> and so she gets up and walks out. They call our doctor and say, hey, doctor, you need to come deliver this woman. We're, we don't want to touch her. <laughs> they don't want to deliver me. My so he goodness. rushes from where he is and gets there. And they check me after one of, you know, and, and being surrounded by believers, mm-hmm. like just praying over me, like we're believing with you. My pastor, mm-hmm. my sisters, we're all, they're praying and believing with me. And one of the sisters walks out. Love you, Sophia. Um, <laughs> one of the sisters walks out after <laughs> I'm speaking in spirit over me and they check me. They're like, and her hand goes in. She's like, she's 10 plus. I had dilated. Come on, Jesus. Yeah. And so they rush in. That doctor comes in that says, that I'm going to die. The baby's going to die. Comes in. And mind you, God said that she's covered. So as I'm pushing and pushing, it's hard for her to come out because the doctor's like, oh my goodness. And so the doctor that said I was going to die had to bust the amniotic sac. Oh my goodness. In order for that little girl to come through. She was literally covered. Literally covered. And she is now nine years old. Oh my goodness. What a story. Yeah. Asia, I love the power of that story. Yeah. It's so much because honestly, there could have been a different outcome if you would not have stood, you and Jonathan stood firm in your authority. Yeah. And, you know, just like our declaration wall, you know, even though that's now been painted over uh, and I still remember every single declaration that was written on that wall because, because it became such a part of me and this truth has, it must become such a part of us. Right. Yeah. Belief is powerful. Belief is powerful. You know, to him who believes. Yeah. You know, to him who believes, we we have to believe in the finished works of Jesus over our lives. And Jesus died that that birth would go the way that it went healthy. And you didn't let the enemy steal that away from you. No. And not to mention no more miscarriages after that. And we had a fourth child after that. Oh my goodness. um, Isn't God good? He's amazing. He is so good. Jesus, girls and guys, you have a heavenly father who is so in love with you, who has great destiny written over your life. And... Thank you so much, Asia, for being here today. We've got one more installment on finding that roar and walking in that roar that he's placed on the inside of us. We love you so much. Thank you for joining us. Jesus is so crazy about you. And we'll see you next time on Jesus Girl Roar. Roar.